Hello everyone, Justin Bradford, Penalty Box Radio, and online with me right now is Eric Carr with Warhorse Ventures. Big, big news that we've seen plenty of times coming about potential for a rink and a full sports facility coming to South Williamson County uh, by the Ag Center there. So Eric, thanks for joining me. Yeah, thank you for having me today, Justin. I appreciate it. Absolutely. So let's just start off with, with the quick things first is that what inspired you to come up with this plan and wanting to put a, a rink in a full sports facility with, with potential for soccer and volleyball, basketball, and everything in retail in this area? Just what kind of came about to make this plan happen? Um, it, it's, it's, it was actually uh, a, a friend of mine whose son is very involved with youth hockey uh, here in, in Nashville. And, um, you know, he and I were talking in the office and, and he was just saying how how difficult it was for them as a hockey family to constantly travel out of market, uh, to not have enough time on ice, how people were putting ice in their backyard or on their property or, um, you know, flying different places to get their kids ice time. Um, and I have a five-year-old son. He's about to be six next month. Uh, I grew up in uh, South Bend, Indiana. Uh, my loyalties, I think, changed from the Blackhawks to the Red Wings during the, the great shift of players in the in the late 80s, early 90s. Uh, and, you know, my wife being from the Nashville area, we've be- been huge Predators fans since the team came to market. And uh, we're just, we're hockey people. And hearing what uh, what Bob said, and then, and then hearing, um, hearing the, the issues that were going on and the fact that I have a five-year-old that frankly, I'd like to get on skates. It just started to become what typically happens with developers and the fact that we're problem solvers and we have to try to figure out how to make things, uh, happen in areas that are void. And, you know, when you look at Franklin in general, when you look at Williamson County, by by the release of the 2020 census uh, next year, we're going to end up being most likely the sixth wealthiest county in, in, in the country. The fact that we don't have sporting facilities both to serve hockey players as well as, as the sports authority so adeptly found in their feasibility study a couple years ago uh, that there's not sports for, for, uh, for kids in general. Uh, you know, the, the light bulb just couldn't have shown any brighter. And uh, we started actively looking for a site that could support it both with infrastructure, future growth, and where we felt like the growth pattern was happening in Franklin. I mean, that makes a lot of sense. And I got to mention too, I grew up a Red Wings fan uh, as well, because I'm originally from Michigan. So Steve Eiserman has definitely been my sports hero okay. ever since. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, my heart broke a little bit when I was a child when they traded all my favorite Blackhawks players to the Red Wings. And so, you know, when you're when you're a kid, it's less about team. I think at least it used to be, and it was more about player. And uh, so that was uh, that was a pretty devastating moment for me as a hockey fan. Oh, for sure, for sure. And I mean, getting someone that loves the sport is obviously very important for a facility like this to happen. So what went behind the design of this thing and, and what you wanted to see in it as well? Because when we saw the pictures, I mean, having a, a, a big arena with it as well, but also having all the other parts of this rink too, including areas for, for soccer, the, the upper area the for for basketball, volleyball, just basically making it a huge complex. What went behind the design of putting all these sports and encompassing all this in there to make sure it's going to be a perfect facility for you? 
Yeah, I, I do have to give a really big shout out to the county sports authority. I mean, they, they were, uh, you know, uh, Rogers Anderson, the mayor, uh, you know, the, and, and, and I'll give the shout out to Franklin too. I think Mayor Moore has been involved in this, this conversation multiple times as well, that, that with our, you know, in areas of Franklin and, and well, Williamson County in general, we have double digit both population growth and income growth. And, and, uh, those are unheard of numbers when you look at, at major metropolitan markets uh, throughout the country. Uh, there are very few that match our level of growth and, uh, the, the ability to uh, to to take a a parcel of land and develop it into something that meets the needs that they had found before I got involved, frankly, uh, and then to to maybe bring forward some additional ideas like adding some retail to it uh, for walkability's sake for people that are on the site for practices or games or tournaments. Uh, but, but it was really to serve as many sports as we possibly could. We, we originally started with the hockey facility because that's how the conversation started. And then in conversation, uh, and the feasibility study found that, that there really was no true indoor sports facility for Williamson County, uh, coupled with where this site sits, uh, just north of, of it, about a mile and a half, the city of Franklin, kudos to them, has made a very large commitment to southeastern park uh, that is now fully funded in their in their their growth plan uh, to bring outdoor sports and outdoor areas uh, to the city on the east side of 65. I'm not sure why 65 kind of serves as a dividing line, but most people who live on the east side, you know, would prefer to you know drive and be closer to that area and have amenities there. I think it it just you know, fighting, you know, uh, going all the way over to Jim Warren is, is difficult for a lot of those families over there. I live in Berry Farms currently. I go through the same thing. So, you know, I can walk out my front door and see where this, this complex is going to be. Uh, the, just the need for additional sports uh, became very, very apparent. Uh, we've had a massive outpouring for the multi-sports complex uh, on top of hockey. So really when you look at the development, it's bookended by these two facilities and then retail in the middle with very thoughtful approaches to parking and lighting to, to minimize any, any, uh, noise and, and, uh, impact to the adjacent neighborhoods. Uh, so, you know, I think that really it was, it was a form and function that we just don't have anything like this. And we're trying to drive, uh, uh, the ability for kids to have play both indoor and outdoor. And, and you kind of brought it up there at, at the end of, of your answer there, too, and to follow up with that as well, because it's near neighborhoods, and it's in an area that is obviously growing and bustling with plenty of homes, but also with the ag center and everything, too. So well, how important was it for you to make sure that you were doing everything possible to make sure this facility, whether it comes with lighting, with traffic, things like that, fit into the neighborhood and didn't cause as much of a disturbance to the neighborhood? And what steps were you taking to make sure that was happening? Yeah, I mean, both on design and on um, layout, uh, we want to be good corporate or good community stewards, excuse me, to to the, the members around us. We know that there's a lot of young families in Ladd Park. We know that there's a lot of young families in the neighborhoods of Carruthers Parkway and Berry Farms and in Stream Valley. But aside from that, you know, across all of Williamson County, there's the demographic is young and there's young families. And uh, we wanted to be able to provide this, especially adjacent to Ladd Park, but not 
to create good transition to what the future of the ag center is going to be, which is zoned regional commerce, which will end up being very high density uses, uh, large grocery stores, discount stores, you know, uh, general retail, hotels, restaurants, uh, that will end up developing at some point in the future. So we wanted to create a good transition for the neighborhood. Also serve the fact that the that Franklin has made a commitment to the outdoor park up the road. Uh, so it creates good transition, but not uh, loom over the neighborhood, not provide additional noise, not provide additional light pollution. So we've made significant investments into the lighting in this development called dark sky lighting, which, which uh, eliminates horizontal light pollution. It shows lights downward, it, it shines light down. Um, we've made a, a significant commitment to buffering and, and putting in hills or berms uh, between us and the neighborhood. Uh, we've committed to give up essentially five acres of developable land to put in uh, mature reforestation, mature trees and, and shrubs and bushes as well as a six foot uh, sound dampening fence. So we, we've, we have listened to the community. Uh, we want this to be something that's not only successful, but is good for, for uh, walkability, for their home values, and uh, to make their daily lives better, not worse. Uh, so, you know, there, there was a lot of things that they asked of us and uh, we will continue to take feedback from them to make the development better. But uh, the, the goal here was to really put something in the community that, uh, that served them well, but also uh, uh, gave us an ability to be good community stewards. And, and surely that's gonna make people hopefully feel a little bit better about that too, just know the investment in it and wanting to be good community partners because hey, this is good for not just that community, but the entire community and hockey community and sports community in general. So uh, I'm sure that means a lot to folks. Yeah, and just really quickly, I mean, to, to give you an example, I mean, we started this process almost a year ago. Um, we've had countless meetings, both with the city, uh, with planning commission, with the neighborhood um, and any additional meetings that we're having right now are, are voluntary that we just want to continue to be good, you know, good community stewards, like I keep saying, and, and asking for feedback from the community to make this development more successful. We're obviously not going to be able to incorporate every single thing, but we're really, uh, we're really striving to make this something that, that, uh, that excites people and that they can, they can get behind. Absolutely. And and you mentioned the Sports Authority earlier, and it was a big deal a couple of years ago when Williamson County formed the, the Sports Authority, knowing that they had to have that in order to have a big facility happen because it needs to be a partnership amongst private and public and everything. So the, 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 I guess one of the questions is, too, in terms of funding and everything, is how is this, this venture going to happen? What's going to make it be successful to make sure that this becomes a reality in the near future? Yeah, uh, it's a great question. So... Um just to be fully transparent, the city is not involved. The county is not involved in this at all. Um, the sports authority uh, offered their advice. They offered up resources that we could use for research. But aside from that, it was merely a sounding board. Um, and this is a fully private transaction. So uh, we are um, we have a group of investors that are very excited about the project. Uh, that are, are are involved in it, and uh, we have uh, additional capital partners that we're bringing on all the time. Uh, I would I, I wouldn't compare it to the National Stars, but it, on a very small scale, it kind of feels that way. It's starting to reach trajectory, I think, in that aspect. Um, but as far as its success, uh, everyone kind of goes back to a game, 
and what happened with a game here in Williamson County. Um, they talk about, you know, how it, how it, and I'll use air quotes went, went belly up and that's not really true per se. I mean, they're still operational. There's still sports going on there. Um, it, it just was a scenario where I think, um, you know, the, the second operators that stepped in the door maybe struggled a little bit. Um, I think there was some things that, and I don't want to get overly political. There's some things that happened, uh, within, you know, hockey and, and the facility and the community, uh, that caused some struggle. Um, but in order to avoid that, we are bringing in, uh, just to take a step back, a lot of these facilities that they are in the community are publicly run, right? So you have to form a board like the sports authority to make these buildings successful in the long run for people that know and understand sports management. It's a business. If, if you just play a sport, that doesn't mean that you're going to necessarily step in and, uh, and, and, you know, walk into, you know, a development and make it successful into a business and make it successful. So we're bringing in a partnership with sports facilities management or sports facilities companies. They're based out of Florida. Um, they were established in 2003. Uh, they've guided over 2000, uh, community projects overseen about 10 billion in sports developments. Uh, currently they manage, uh, venues, uh, and host more than 25 million visits annually. Uh, last year they, they drove almost 200 million in overnight stays, uh, in hotels. And frankly, they're what I would consider to be the best of the best when it comes to youth and amateur sports. You are only as good as your programming and your operations with these, these types of developments. And we really have brought in the best of the best to work with us and to ensure that this is successful. Um, they're very excited about it and they've seen every facility under the sun and feel like there's been such a need here in Williamson County and in Franklin for such a long time. And the fact that they can be a part of it, they're just as excited as we are. So, um, their buy-in on this, uh, operationally, uh, is huge. And I think will drive programming, um, and will drive the success of this project. I live in this community. My office is in downtown Franklin. Uh, I, this is a part of, my legacy for my company, for my family. Uh, I want it to be as successful as humanly possible. So we are doing everything we can to get the right operators, the right partners, um, the right capital partners involved to, to drive this to be successful, not only now, but when you drive down long lane 50 years from now. And you hit the nail on the head when it comes to demand because Williamson County is like the, the home of high school hockey, it seems, here in, in the Nashville area, plus youth hockey in general and, and everything, and especially players coming up from, from Murray County uh, as well. And then it's so just southern Williamson County is the perfect area for, for a spot like this. And so next question leading into this is in terms of facility-wise, how many sheets of ice are you planning on having there? Is it just the main arena? Was there a secondary sheet as well? So what's the facility going to look like when it comes to hockey? Yeah, so we have uh, two full uh, hockey sheets and one full ice sheet uh, to not only drive uh, youth hockey, we're in talks with possibly forming a junior hockey team uh, locally and um, obviously, uh, you know, in, in talks on figure skating and other uh, sports, there's a there's a couple of uh, smaller Olympic sports that are interested in being involved in the facility uh, in regards to ice time. So, you know, we're looking to touch the gamut of use of ice, but obviously, you know, 
I've heard anywhere from 75 to 85% of travel hockey, uh, youth hockey lives in Williamson County. And so it's really tapping into that main, uh, source of activity and driver so that, um, you know, the families that live in the area don't have to drive 45 minutes to Antioch or 35 minutes to Bellevue, you know, each way. Uh, that they have something in their backyard that they can use that uh, is, is frankly, um, you know, we're trying to create the best facilities that we possibly can. And um, kudos to Franklin. They don't, they don't really allow you to cut corners when it comes to design. And, you know, uh, we, I have a design background. So, you know, the, the, the intention of the development is for it to be not only functional, but, but, but very beautiful, aesthetically pleasing, both to the neighborhood and for people that visit it. Oh, absolutely. And now I want to focus on non-hockey because there's plenty of people that have kids that don't do hockey. So to look more in the facility part of it too, indoor sports, especially like with having the courts and turf and everything there too, what are some of the other sports that you're focusing on with this facility that are also going to be attractive to, to parents and families here? Yeah, so uh, the, the main focus uh, sports that we're looking at outside of, you know, junior and youth hockey, uh, the multi-sports complex has a full uh, a full-size indoor soccer pitch, which will accommodate a full indoor football pitch, uh, as well as a uh, an infield diamond drop-downs for pitching mounds and uh, batting cages. So soccer, football, baseball, uh, four uh, full-size basketball courts, and uh, which will translate into eight volleyball courts, uh, cheerleading, gymnastics, lacrosse, uh, very large badminton contingent in Nashville, which I've just figured this out over the last year. Uh, so we're, we're looking to have a great uh, following with badminton. Uh, we are talking with, the, with Team USA Kickboxing uh, and settling on a deal with them right now to move their headquarters out from outside of Chicago to this facility. Um, and they were just approved by the International Olympic Committee and will have exempt status by this time next year, uh, as well as uh, having in-store, in, in, excuse me, in-house sports therapy services as well. Wow. That's, <laughs> this is going to be a hub. No, no doubt. Just hearing all that, it's going to be a hub and makes people very, very excited about that too. And so the next question is, and this is, I know this was covered in the GNASH meeting, but what's the, what's the plans in terms of looking at timeline? What's the timeline for this? I know you have more meetings that are coming up. Just, it seems every month have more meetings to continue to roll through the process with this for approvals and, and zoning and everything of that sort. So what's the timeline looking like for this facility? Yeah, so, um, you know, we have some big hurdles ahead of us, right? So, you know, any of your listeners, uh, anyone that follow you on uh, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, uh, we would ask that if you're in support of this project uh, to write uh, the board and mayor of Alderman here locally uh, in, in Franklin, uh, as well as the planning commissioners for support of the project. Uh, any vocality that we can get from the community is, is huge for this project. Uh, we have an Envision Franklin amendment vote on December 10th with the Planning Commission that will amend uh, the, uh, the the land use uh, of, of this parcel to its base zoning, which would be a state residential, which would be, you know, single family homes. That's obviously not what our intent is. Uh, our intent then would to be after that vote to take it through three readings of rezoning. Uh, that rezoning would be to recreational with, uh, with special uses for, for retail. Uh, and, um, you know, so through this four month, five month process, 
uh, we will uh, we will need uh, you know support from the community, and uh, you know uh, our PR group, <clears throat> Calvary Street Partners, and uh, and that team there has done a fantastic job at, at uh, driving traffic to our Facebook page. So I would encourage people to go to our Facebook page. Uh, it's Franklin Sports Complex or our website, which is franklinsportscomplex.com to get on there, um, put in their information, offer their feedback, get on our mailing list. Um, but the, the goal here is to really drive as much positivity about the project and continue to, uh, to show the need and the want in the community. Um, and from there, uh, we'll have our last, if it, everything goes, you know, in, in monthly succinction, uh, we would have our last zoning reading in March. I anticipate it's more going to be April with the size and scope of the development. We'll have to address comments from planning. Um, so April, <clears throat> May, excuse me, uh, we will, uh, be through the planning process and then look to start construction and, and, and you know, grading and construction. So. I would anticipate two to three year time frame from uh, from that date. So you know we're looking at uh, at a, a earliest probably opening into the summer of 2023, and um, and uh, you know between 2023 and 2024. So excellent. Well, whenever groundbreaking is announced, just make sure I know so I can be there for it. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Frankly, I wish I could drop it on there tomorrow because I know the need is there. I mean, I we you know we hear it all the time about how we need more sheets of ice. We need more sheets of ice, and um, you know I, I hear it constantly from from families that are excited about this project. And you know, as as, as uh, all I can say is for those people that are ardently for the project that are willing to be vocal about it um, to come out because the more vocality we have the more support the community or that the city sees, the more, the more likely they are to move this through the planning process, uh, in a more timely manner and, um, and, you know, get us quicker to construction and, and to, uh, and to getting this thing open for the community. Absolutely. Well, well, Eric, I, I can't thank you enough for your time and letting me be the first to interview you about this because it's a really exciting project uh, coming to Southern Williamson yeah, County yeah. and just for the community uh, in general, just as a hockey player myself uh, and being from Franklin originally, it's exciting to see this this happen there as well and just knowing how many families it absolutely could support and just what it would mean for the community there too and, and alleviate just so many issues when it comes to ice, but also provide a home to expand the sport that we love. I mean, that's what's important too is that we continue to grow the sport and grow all the sports. I mean, Badminton. I, I didn't even realize there was that big of a contingent there too. And then kickboxing, like you said, so lots of exciting stuff and just really appreciate you taking the time to speak with me. Yeah, no, it was, it was an absolute, absolute pleasure, Justin. I, I appreciate you asking thoughtful questions and, and uh, you know, again, we would encourage uh, any of the listeners, any of the followers to uh, engage with us on our Facebook page or our website, any additional questions you might have, we're happy to answer them um, and, uh, and take down information to keep you abreast of what's going on.